0: The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, as always on The Pat Kenny Show, Ivan filling in for Pat. Uh, on a Friday and a Monday, we review and preview the sport. And it's a pleasure to welcome off the balls Kathleen McNamee. Um, OK, a big weekend for the GA because we've now got into the jeopardy zone. If you lose, there's consequences. Uh, let's start with, with the senior football. Um, and we have the draw this morning. Armagh v Monaghan, All Ulster, Kerry v Tyrone, um, Mayo v Dublin and Derry v Cork. J- so just are they all, where are they being played and when?
1: They'll all be played in Croke Park over the next weekend so they haven't Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, so they haven't officially announced dates and times for okay. which fixtures but imagine There'll be two doubleheaders Yeah and the the only one that's kind of semi-certain is that Mayo Dublin will probably be on the Sunday just to give Mayo yeah. the full time to kind of recuperate after their game yesterday Um, but all the others are up for grabs still OK what do you make of the draw? It's a very interesting one. I think uh, Mayo-Dublin is one that sticks out because obviously there's such a history between those two teams and I would reckon that both sides would have hoped they would have avoided each other. Uh, kerry Tyrone also very interesting. I think that Kerry will be up against it. Tyrone have been an interesting side this season in that they haven't really lit anything on fire so much and there's been a bit of a question mark over how far they can actually go and then with Kerry as well they've obviously I mean they were beaten by Mayo they were run very close by Cork there was only a point or two in it in the end So, but then they had that massive win against Loud, So I have a
0: sneaky preference all along because they've developed their minors and so on and despite the managerial hiccup I think Derry have a great chance they'll be delighted with the Cork draw uh, you know three Ulster teams are going to go out there, you know what I mean, like the way it's it's facing up. I mean, like the favourites are Dublin and Kerry.
1: Yeah, th- I think they would have to be after this. But also, I mean, I agree with you on what you're saying about Derry, but also Cork have been so impressive this season and I think people uh, have they under struggle.
0: I mean, I think they that they- Roscommon left it behind them, didn't
1: they? They did, but also like that was a quite a strong Roscommon team and Cork still came out with the win the other side. Like I think they've been a slow burn possibly throughout the championship and maybe like sometimes people have underestimated them. I do still think Derry have more in them and I don't think they'll leave it behind in the same way that Roscommon did. I mean, Davy Burke talking about it, the game afterwards you could just tell how disappointed he was and how he knew it was there for them to take um, but yeah it could come to a very interesting situation where you have nearly all <coughs> all Ulster teams in the
0: yep. final stages Well the Dubs will have something to say about that Now uh, the hurling uh, better news for Galway um, Tip are out Tight encounter and Claire sauntered uh, through Dublin uh, what, what, What's next in the hurling?
1: Uh Well, next in the Hurling is the next stages, so I think Limerick are facing Galway up next, and yep. that's going to be a tough one for Galway, but also I think a lot of people think that after putting it up to Tipperary in the way that they did the weekend, that there's a lot more space for them to grow as a, time, or as a team, um, I think that Limerick have not been their usual selves this year and obviously they've had a few. So what injuries. are we looking at
0: Kilkenny Clare? Is, yeah. is that the other side of it, right? That's the
1: other side of the draw. Yeah. So uh, uh, Clare they didn't face much of a challenge against we Dublin. could have
0: we could have a limerick Clare rep- reprise of the Monster Final. Very very easily.
1: easily. I think a lot of people would probably assume that will be the final pairing um which would be entertaining to say the least. Okay. Um
0: so what else caught your eye over the weekend? Leona Maguire top three finish was it or something? She didn't quite make it. No
1: she didn't quite make it she had a quite a disappointing finish it looked like for a while there that she was actually going to win uh, especially after last weekend and she was on such a high but she fell uh, to a disappointing 74 uh, even though she went in with a one shot lead into the final round. We also had uh, Stephanie Meadows competing as well so she was also in contention for a little while but kind of dropped off as well Porik Harington won at the weekend Great.
0: he had a stunning last round didn't yeah
1: he? he absolutely did He everyone kind of thought he was down and out um, but he was five shots back I think at one stage and he managed to rally to defend the title so that was the uh, Dick Sporting Goods Open which he won last year as well so he retained the title there what's finishing 1800. What's this Formula
0: apart. One story? Ryan Reynolds who's involved in Wrexham and and Rob McElhenney um, what's the story like I'm a huge Max Verstappen Red Bull fan like and I don't think they'll be losing any sleep over this what's happening?
1: Yeah so they've bought shares in Alpine Racing and they're basically doing a bit of a takeover of different sports um, I think they've had so much success with Wrexham and both of them have talked before about how much they enjoy Formula One Kind of continuing on from the whole hype that came with Drive to Survive and how many people got invested and interested in the sport after that, and they decided to buy shares in Alpine with the hope that they can build it and develop it. They said they obviously it's not one of the mega teams, but they want it to develop over the next couple of years and become one of the more competitive sides. Which will it'll be an interesting challenge, in considering how one-sided F1 is at the moment.
0: And and if we talk on Friday, I'd love to get the insight of off the ball and all these transfers that are not happening. Mason Mount, uh, Declan Rice and so on. It does does seem to be kind of inconclusive a lot of this.
1: Yeah, but it is also uh, like very early in the transfer window as well and say one with Declan Rice it was pretty much expected he would go to Arsenal and all of a sudden Manchester City became interested in it. The stuff with Mason Mount and United is complicated because obviously United don't have owners yet so
0: Well I hear the Qataris have bought it well, that, and they're just going through the process Are heard they, they're going to get 5 billion off them.
1: Yeah that is the general consensus at the moment is that they won out on the bid but also you can't actually put anything in place until they are officially taking over which means for Ten Hag in terms of building a strategy or building a team you don't know how much money you have to play with
0: ireland were hopeless against sri lanka in the in the cricket but what about the rugby sevens
1: yeah so the men are trying to qualify for the paris olympics obviously the women have already qualified for it and um, so they did very well in krakow they hammered poland 66 nil in their opening game uh, and they also beat italy 17 7 uh, uh, or sorry they beat them Thirty-eight-seven, and it was 17-7 at halftime. So they kind of had a fairly high-scoring half against Italy. So they're looking good to qualify as well, and it'd be great to have another team at the Paris Olympics.
0: Finally, a word on the camogie?
1: Yeah, so uh, more protests happening over the weekend in the camogie and the that LGFA. The sit-down
0: protest. Yeah.
1: yeah, they so they after the national anthem, all sides joined together and sat down for a minute um, to protest the fact that. They don't get the same mileage as men's teams. They don't get the same support. And then we also had uh, Cork, LGFA and Camogie releasing a statement last night about dual players not being able to compete next weekend because the two games are scheduled to happen at the same pretty time thoughtless Pretty much. Planning, yeah. yeah and it's the third time it's happened this season as well so it's been a pretty consistent problem all the way through And
0: when I'm talking to you this time next week we're going to talk all things Wimbledon <laughs> I can't wait for it Yeah, had uh, Queen's Alcarez, happening over the weekend Yes, Alcarez won uh, had a few quid on him all good but Novak is my man Alright uh, Thank you so much Kathleen McNamee